Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Let's talk about when you're on a trail that you hate. Okay, yeah. well, first I want to say that obviously we love trails. We are on them all the time. What would cause you to feel like absolute hatred toward a trail? Not being advertised as uh, like oh. false advertising. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like definitely. Fair. Because um, I've I've learned that communication is very important to me <laughs> in the last year or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, false advertising. Definitely exhaustion will cause me to just like, even if it's like not a bad trail, I will just rip it to shreds because I'm tired. Mm. Very uneven, rocky ground. Oh, That's an absolute no. I'm just like, oh, my ankles will hate me from here on in. What about you? Yeah, I think it's all circumstantial for the most part. However, yeah, uh, the rocky ground in particular, Mm -hmm. and I think for me, it's not like, I'd rather deal with scree, and scree meaning like little tiny pebbles. Mm Mm-hmm then deal with like a ton of big rocks just sort of tossed and like yeah. randomly there, right? Yeah. I'd rather walk through mud. I'd rather walk through puddles of water, but just the rocks are just the worst. Mm-hmm. Like you have to literally be very intentional about where you put your yeah. feet every yeah. single the step you take. is very important. The other thing that will cause me to just hate a trail is grade of incline. I mean, like it's not like we can necessarily go in and renovate trails, right? right. You know what I mean? Like, but incline grade or even decline grade mm-hmm. if it is too if if it if is steep, too much yeah. and too steep like so difficult to like put one foot in front of another going either direction oh yeah i'm mad yeah oh yeah oh, yeah. yeah and i am like and I'm cussing. <laughs> you know what I mean yeah and you become like you know those snickers commercials where you're like angry and then like an angry celebrity and then they give you a Snickers and then you're just a normal person. Again. I have not seen those commercials. I don't, maybe I've been under oh, a rock on I that. I guess you said you have. Maybe so. Yeah. Who's the celebrity that's been in one of those? Danny DeVito, I think has done it. I don't know her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who else off the top of my head. I mean, yeah. it kind of makes sense because that is the, idiomatic expression right just Mm. like eat a snickers Mm -hmm. and like like you'll feel better right yeah and i do have to say sometimes on trails not a sponsor (laughs) no not a sponsor but sometimes on trails i will if i eat eat something something, yes or even sitting and just recharge still for five minutes or even three minutes it makes all the difference in the world for me that may not make a difference for other people but I do know the things that I need to do to be restorative for myself. And sometimes that is eat something. And then also, you know, cuss about what's happening. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, does make me feel mm-hmm. better. Yeah. Eat glass and die trash. <laughs> <laughs> eat dirt and die trash. Oh, it's dirt. That's that. Mm-hmm. Looking for adventure, I want to follow on the trail Or get a little lost and let the wind fill my sail 
sun's get up when the stars still fill the sky Don't wake the sun, there's so much to be done And the day has just begun Go where the postcards are real You can feel, you can open your eyes And open your heart when you gaze At the National Park at the National Park At the National Park Follow you, I'll follow you there So we had lunch at that overlook and it was a stunning view as the clouds came in and out. We are now continuing on toward the Boot Canyon Junction. We'll be getting there momentarily and then continuing on the Boot Canyon Trail. And it's still this like burned out hill of, of burned trees with the light green tall grasses. White green tall grass. That's right. We would like to acknowledge that while hiking and visiting the land, also known as Big Bend National Park, that we were on the traditional and stolen land of the Humanos, Cujucatan, Mescalero Apache, Lions Apache, and Chizos people. Okay, so let's recap. This is part two of a loop in Big Bend National Park. It is the South Rim Trail that we're working with here today, mm-hmm. or that we're hiking on in this episode. Yes. We were pretty intentional about recording quite a bit while we were on this, mm-hmm. which is why there's so much on the trail recordings yep. in these episodes. Yeah. You can hear what we heard too. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is a multi-faceted, multi-sectioned loop that kind of gets said to be like to do the south rim mm-hmm. which means yeah. you got to climb some epic trails in to, order to get actually there. get yeah. the south rim trail to do it we had already hiked about six and miles and change mm-hmm. at this point in time we had done about two thousand feet of elevation gain at this moment um and we knew we would hike about 12 miles this day so we had about five and a half miles left on this trail after having lunch, how were you feeling? Good. I was great. Like we, like a lot of what we talked about in the last episode was that there was elevation, but it, it didn't really feel that it was super taxing. And the views, you know, that always keeps me going. So, and the weather, my lover. <laughs> it's true. Your mm-hmm. ex-lover mm-hmm. that you um, check up on constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we um, originally had wanted to do this other section of trail called the East Rim Trail. Yep. Essentially, the South Rim becomes the East Rim and mm-hmm. it loops around. It would make the loop longer. Yeah. However, the East Rim Trail was closed because... Peregrine falcons were nesting. That's right. And we didn't want to bother them. Well, you couldn't bother them. <laughs> no, it was closed. Yeah. I mean, as in the park didn't want people bothering mm-hmm. them. So we left the peregrine falcons alone mm-hmm. as per the park's orders. And um, we knew that we were going to soon have to make a turn onto the Boot Canyon Trail. But more Old Western, eh, please? And soon we were going to have to make a turn on the Boot Canyon Trail. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> this, the grass against the sky is so cool. Yeah, it is. It's a real uh, um, contrast. We di- So we did make the turn for the Boot Canyon Trail. We're on it now. There's quite a bit of descent heading, heading in this direction. I mean, quite a bit. It's descending, but it's gradual. Right there at the junction, there's like a a cliff edge that is amazing. You can see like off the side of the south rim. It's unbelievable. And um, we saw two common ravens. And the first one we thought swoop in with its talons out and down. We were like, oh, what's... And it's sort of like riding the wave of the wind that was happening. And then, Mike, what happened? What did that raven do? So the raven landed for a minute and then we were taking in the view and the raven took off with a pretty big yellow snake in its beak. And that was like, okay, Big Bend has not come to play and the animals here haven't either. No, 
No, they have not. And then we saw another one flying around. While we sit on this trail right now, up ahead, three Mexican jays just landed on a tree because Mexican jays travel in groups. They're social birds. They love each other. And they'll probably just hang out there and not even move as we walk by because they're kind of fearless. Okay, so we got to start with this. Common ravens are my favorite bird. I love them. They're just so special to me. They can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm -hmm. They are my precious angels that can do no wrong. And they were all over Big Ben National Park. Croaking right and left. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Croaking right and left. So as we were approaching the... The juncture, basically. There was another overlook here, essentially, off to the right. Coming off of our our sit-down for lunch, we didn't have to walk that far to get here. Um, And we knew that we were about to jut off onto the Boot Canyon Trail to the left. To the right, there's this overlook, and there are a few other people standing here. This was like, obviously people had come up the other side had come up pinnacles because some people were passing us going the way we had just came and we're looking over this overlook and we kind of get close to the edge but then we step back and we see this raven fly and down into they were kind of riding the wind down like gliding down it was just gliding down kind of like land pretty much almost where we had been standing. We're just like looking up at the sky, kind of taking everything in and the raven takes off, but with something in, in its mouth. No, it was in its talons. Oh, it was. Right? Was no, it in I its think mouth? it was in his mouth. Yeah. <gasps> was yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. And it was in the mouth. And we're definitely. like, what is that? And it was absolutely a snake. It was a bright yellow snake. Yeah. In its mouth. Not a giant snake. Small snake, but it was fully in its mouth. Yeah. And it flew right up over us. And you I were, clocked it. You clocked it immediately. <laughs> yeah. We actually got it on film. Yeah. Uh, and you were like, oh my God, that raven has a snake in its mouth. Mm-hmm. And it certainly did. Yeah. This also was just like, we were pointing this out to other people that were right there. And this woman was like, oh my God, I was standing right there. I I can't believe it. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah. We showed her the video. Yeah. A little bit of context about this little yellow snake is I went to the visitor center later after this hike to try and figure out what the snake was. The ranger and I looked through the entire snake book that they have at the visitor center because they have this binder that they pull out to look through stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, we could not identify this, this little snake. We mm-hmm. couldn't. He was like, there aren't yellow snakes here. And I was like, well. That was a I, yellow snake. <laughs> I have a bright yellow snake on video mm-hmm. in this raven's mouth. And yeah. it is definitely a snake. Yeah. So we're not sure. Maybe it was a young snake that like later changes color. Sure. I, you know what? I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah. we just took it as an omen. Mm-hmm. Hi, Mexican Jays. Y'all are so pretty. You know it. Mm-hmm. Feel free to hang out with us anytime. Ah, that bright blue cerulean is just so striking. I wish everyone an experience where you can hike near Mexican Jays because they're just so beautiful and so friendly. Okay, so we're still in Boot Canyon. We just saw two lovely gentlemen um, kindred softness. who shared a kindred softness with the two of us. We um, had some lovely discussion about Provincetown trips and also being on the dance floor at, in Provincetown and also um, hiking because apparently they, they hike national parks too. But there is a raven flying around up above that, I, that we heard croaking a moment ago wondering if we're gonna get it again but boot canyon is like we're definitely down at the bottom of boot canyon oh great it's some incline yay it'll be fine but yeah there's definitely um it's warmer now but it's not hot hot like unbearably hot thank god yesterday was pretty brutal today is today is okay it's okay right now and, um, yeah, I guess we're not going to get that croaking raven again. 
There's some other birds making some sounds, though. So after, you know, taking a minute to laugh about the fact that that just happened with something you don't see every day, birds flying with snakes in their mouths, specifically ravens, because I didn't think that ravens were carnivorous like that. Oh, girl. Honey, but you they, know. they eat smaller birds. They go into birds' nests and eat their eggs. Well. And they will eat the young. But they're your precious oh angels. Oh, my God. They are my precious <laughs> angels. You cannot angels say anything wrong about them. Angels of music. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They um, are. They're ferocious, dark sisters. La, la. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, after this, after that time, we... Uh, we take a minute, we regroup, and we head down to the juncture for Boot Canyon, which is literally right there. Um, and immediately it's decline. Uh, it's not a heavy decline, but it is like we're trending down. And this is an interesting section, very different from everything else, because it's meadowy. It's very clear that we're headed down. So it's funny, like you're on like a little bit of a slope but it's clear that you're heading into the canyon, like on this slope. And the trail is kind of cut through this taller grass. There's dead trees here. It started to become like we had fully lost the sun again that we had had for most of our time. It had started to become kind of gray um, at yeah. this point. And we just basically wind our way down and it feels just like we are zooming through this section. Yeah, I was definitely keeping an eye out like everywhere we stepped for, for snakes, additional no. snakes. Yeah. Cause I'm we like, didn't well, really that see Raven any. found a yeah. snake. There are more snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That definitely set the alarms off for you. But yeah, I mean, I think we were just like the, the decline here. Plus like the fact that it was pretty, the trail was pretty manageable. Like it was a clear trail and we were just kind of jazzed about this whole loop experience. We were just like, okay, great. Like zoom, 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 zoom. And it was also really kind of our first major downhill on the trail while we're um making our way down this section we run into these two other hikers who we see them they're passing us and we're they're headed up yeah and and we're we're headed headed down. down and um they very casually start conversation with us and it's these two gentlemen we stand there we engage for a minute and like it immediately becomes clear that all of the queers and Big Bend are in one area. <laughs> are in one place. The kindred softness was detected. The most happening club in Big Bend National Park <laughs> is, is Boot Canyon. Boot It has Canyon. everything. Ravens with snakes in their mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Gaze on the trail. Fog. <laughs> Dead trees. <laughs> Tall grass. Yeah. We mm-hmm. immediately detect and um, not necessarily detect, but this was something we both, we all shared with each other mm-hmm. pretty quickly um, because we were talking about like, oh, where do y'all, where are y'all summer? from? Where are you where, from? Where yeah. do you go? Right. And so we ended up talking about Provincetown. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that you've never been to Provincetown. Right. Shortly. That Shortly will be. that will change. Because soon it, it will, will be, be Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> And uh, so uh, we're chatting with them and it was kind of like um, we we had such a lovely conversation with them. They hike in national parks, too. Mm -hmm. They like get they go on trips like one or two times a year and they Mm -hmm. just meet up and pick a place Mm -hmm. and then they hike the whole time. And after they walked away, I was like, what is that? Like How a vision of our future. <laughs> to look into your future. And I was like, what a beautiful future yeah. that would mm-hmm. be. God, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, um, I absolutely want that to be our future. Mm-hmm. And so, um, hell yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, yeah. And with that, let's take our first break. We are playing I Don't Get the Appeal again. Yeah. So um, I'm going to start with mine. Great. You ready? Yeah. I don't get the appeal of giant pillar-sized candles that exist for the intention to not light them. Oh. I cannot stand this. To me, this is like this is this is like silk flowers world for me. Sure. I'm just like, no. Like I get I I actually do understand some people who want to have faux plants in their space. Sure. Great. I get what faux plants are doing, right? I understand why you want them. I'm always an advocate for real plants. If that's something you can take care of, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I just don't think candles should exist unless the intention is to light them. Right. But this whole like, let's put a 
pillar candle in a vase and just leave it on a table. I'm out. It's a hurricane vase is I what can't. it is. <laughs> I'm like, what? No. And the fact that you won't light them makes me insane. The mm-hmm. point, I'm sorry, if a candle exists, the point of the candle is to light it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. And to pass its light now, to I, other <laughs> candles. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I do like, um, I, I don't mind like faux candles that you can like, that are electronic. Sure. Yeah. Those are great. There's so many purposes that, for those. That dance and they look like they're actually lit. Yeah, exactly. Where the wicks I'm, like move. I'm down. Yeah. Or you yeah. can change the color of yeah, the yeah, color yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, no, I'm into that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but no, things that are candles that are not intended to be lit, I can't. Okay. Well, I I hear you there. I think that's like it's it's like buying something to just look at it when it has an intentional use. Yeah. Yeah, it's silly. So silly. And what about you? What do you not get the Well, I'm going to take a big swipe at the gay community. <laughs> oh, swipe. We um, be, we have to be critical of ourselves. I don't get the appeal of trendy gyms that cost a lot of money that Ooh, you go to same. just to be seen. Uh, and um and when you can, you know, do all that work somewhere else. It's, I mean, it is just like, it's basically like, I feel like a lot of it is just like ego. And it's also like, um, status, status. And, and also yeah. hookup culture. Yeah. Yeah. So it is like something that is just like it's so much money. I feel like, isn't the Equinox gym owner like terrible? Like oh, as far as like yeah, donating money to like, yeah awful people um i feel like there's that <laughs> well i feel like we have stumbled upon like a like a like a business model that mm-hmm. exists for people who who want to just be hot right and like that's, that's all they essentially care about. what right yeah. or like the the workout is uh the show secondary yeah. Yeah. to the reason they are coming to this gym and engaging with yeah. this gym yeah. or this business yeah it's to be seen yeah and i'm a little bit like Oh God! Is this what we're living our lives for? Some people do. Some people do. Yeah. Some people do. Right. I don't. I feel like we gotta. We gotta have a healthy perspective on that. To be like, like know where your ego falls, mm-hmm. and know when you're an offender of the like. I'm. I just want to be here to be seen. Mm-hmm. Right. At least know about it. Sure. Know when you're doing it. And yeah. If you're and doing maybe that, some people are self-aware enough to. To be like, yeah, I want to be seen at the gym and this is what I want and blah, 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 whatever. But, you know, I just, I can't with the amount of money people pay for a gym membership. Just to be seen. Actually get the same amenities elsewhere for way cheaper. Yeah. And that's what I, you don't get the appeal of. We are in, we're still in Boo Canyon now and um, we've gotten to this part. So something, oh, something that is true for us, this trip is, um, we've been very good about sunscreen, Whew. but the sunscreen we've been putting on has been getting into our eyes, and while it doesn't sting, it definitely makes us cry. So that's happening now. But um, there is this beautiful ledge that is part of this Boot Canyon Trail, and it's got some dark gray, like, rock that it slopes down to the left to... A riverbed that has some water in it that's got a lot of algae in it um but it's mostly a very dry riverbed the whole trail here has been like really cool to kind of wind around and in and i'm glad that we're going down it as we've seen many people that have come up from pinnacles and say don't do that <laughs> you will have an easier time going down pinnacles than you will have going up it towards the South Rim Trail. So um, it feels a lot like Sunrift Gorge in Glacier. We definitely passed through a lot of sections that felt like the witch's forest in yes. Wizard of Oz. But um, I turned back if I were you, that witch's forest. But this is really great. It's just like this whole long trail loop is such a diversity of environments. It just is so beautiful. And it's perfect to do it today because it's not that hot. Praise. So at this point, you know, after encountering our future selves, <laughs> we're sort of in this, this, we're now in the, like the canyon where we are, we have kind of careened down this meadow and into this canyon area. This is when we realize that we are on that trail that we were seeing from the other side of the canyon when we were kind of at the apex point of um, South Rim. 
That's right. Mm -hmm. And we talk about that in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is a very, again, sweeping area. We're back in the same area. It's just like, you know, sweeping openness to the right and to the left. We're continuing to hike along an, a, a ledge, but it's not like a ledge with a drop off. It's a ledge with a slope off. Mm-hmm. So much of the side of the loop has such great kind of like, this is where it feels like just like totally witchy. Like Stevie Nicks should just be like in a field with billowy fabric, like blowing, singing Seven Wonders. <laughs> but it also has some very similar feels to uh, the Sliding Sands Trail and Haleakala. And I think in general, that can be said about this trail in the fact that the landscape changes so much. And here we are in a very different landscape again. So there's a lot that has shifted here. Okay, so we've made it to the other side of Boot Canyon. We're right next to Boot Cabin. It looks like this abandoned structure. But I don't know, it may not be abandoned. People may stay in there. I don't know. It does look like a campsite, though. And a place to tie up horses. It's a little warmer on the trail now as we make our way to the junction with the Pinnacles and Emery Peak. Oh, what is this? Oh, a horse. It is a horse corral. Real quick, we're just talking about food, everybody. <laughs> and, um, yo, graham crackers. Oh, yeah. Ain't that's where she's better. at. Martha Graham Cracker. Let me tell you something. Graham crackers are what I call my bad news food. <laughs> As in, I have a lot of them, but bad... <laughs> Your bad news food is like if someone has to share with you bad news. Mm -hmm. This would be a good game. This I is think like we've a played it before, actually. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, like if someone has to share bad news with you, what food can they bring you so that you can eat it while you receive <laughs> while the bad you news? Sob. <laughs> and like somehow it hurts less because you because have this somehow food. Somehow heartache feels good in a place Correct. like this. And um, graham crackers are mm. that for me. Be tater tots for me, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if ever Salty. I have to show up and tell you bad news, I'm going to show up with a plate of tater tots. Yeah, and be like, make it a bucket. <laughs> bucket of tater tots. I need a bucket of tots. After winding down kind of along this kind of very creepy, witchy sort of section, we get to the next section of the loop, um, which is essentially Boot Canyon. This now becomes the ledge that we didn't have before, where we have peaks to our left and there is a vast openness to our right. Now, it's not narrow, so there's, there's trail to maneuver and move upon here. It's clear that we are basically on the other side of the peaks that we had seen as we were hiking up Laguna Meadow. It's very different over here. Again, it's been different every section. We just said it's it's similar to sliding sands. Part of the reason changes. we love the love, 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 love this trail is because it's so different. As we're hiking, we're curious how this section became named Boot Canyon. Was it the shape of the canyon itself? Are we referring to to a use of the word boot that we are unfamiliar with. And then um, here in this section, we kind of sort of got an answer to this question, perhaps. Also, this was where we were still talking about the potential to do Emory Peak. Mm -hmm. Because Emory Peak is we're the not, tallest not peak near in Emory the yet, but we're talking we're, about it still. We're talking about it because it's the tallest peak in the Chisos. It would have added three and a half miles to our trail this day mm -hmm. or to our loop this day because we it would be 1.75 up and we knew it would be more inclined oh mm -hmm. so we were thinking about it we decided we were like you know what we're, we're game time decision we will decide when we get there mm -hmm. however we feel when we are there so we're still on this canyon trail which is proving to be longer it feels longer than it looks um, but there is this very cool formation in the distance. It looks like this. It looks like an upside down boot kind of. An upside down boot just, and maybe that's where it gets the name. I don't know. I don't know. Like just like sticking up on a rock or balancing on top of a rock formation with just like more peaks and hills in the distance. There's a little bit of uphill right now and not loving it. Not loving it. We're still not got to the Pinnacles Emory Peak Junction, but... But I think those could also be the Pinnacles, you know? Those rock formations, maybe that's why the trail has the name it has. That's, that's what we're thinking. So, we will see. Onward and 
Hopefully downward. downward. <laughs> okay. So we finally see the thing that is what looks like a boot. Yeah, it's a it's a geologic landmark. Landmark, yeah. Yeah. But what I love is like it looks like a boot on a leg that is like leaned back and like kicking up into the air. Yeah. Like it's a very high kick, fabulous <laughs> boot. A kinky boot, if you will. Mm-hmm. A kinky boot. And so yeah. As we continue to hike, we realize that, oh, hang on a second. We're not going straight anymore. We're hooking a left. And this is where we get some incline that is not what we wanted right now. No. No. Mm -hmm. We were mad. Yeah. We we were were mad mad. to get this incline. We were like, okay, uh uh-oh. I think the wall has started to come. Like, this is what I started to think at this point. Because Uh we were like, no. What? Yeah. And it was kind of weird because you we kind of went up into it wasn't a I guess it was sort of like a little bit of a canyon a like little going bit. up here and yeah. to the left. Um, well, again, it was like starting to sweep open to yeah. our right, and it was like big and vast, and like yeah. we can see things in the distance. Yeah, but it was upwards. Mm-hmm. We're still talking about Emery Peak. Um, <laughs> still chatting about it as we go up. That's right. Um, you know, but we're like also like three and a half miles. Yeah, that's a thing that we're going to have to think about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So standing here, there's a ravine, a fairly sharp ravine down to the right. This isn't a ledge. It's still slope, but um, a lot of trees with a lot of colors. I'm seeing yellows, oranges, greens, light greens, reds. It's not even fall, but it feels like it could be. Right. I think some things are coming in. I think some things might be also, I'm amazed that trees with leaves here um, are able to survive that aren't like piney trees um, because I feel like they must just get scorched. And I feel like that's sort of what some of what we're seeing is scorch. Up to the right, we can see where we came into this canyon and it was a lot higher, not a lot higher from where we are right now, but higher than where we are right now. And then we're headed off to the left and we're not really sure exactly where it's going. Well, there is this kind of mesa formation that's like in front of us too, to the left of the pinnacles or the upside down boot formation. And that mesa, I'm pretty sure, is the mesa that's behind the lodge that we will have to kind of get back to. Yeah. And then in front of us is the boot formation. And then as it, as it goes right, there's like a few other like rolling peaks, maybe like four or five. And then one final one off up to the right. Um, As we continue on this trail, that's uh, literally along and around the peaks over on this side of the canyon. So this section of trail, it just feels huge. It's massive, Mm -hmm. like the expanse over to the right. The boot is over there. We can see it. It's sort of like in this outcropping in the middle of this vast section all on its own. There's like a tiny little arch nearby. I mean, it's like, we're hugging rock to the left, not literally, but yeah. like the ledge is hugging the rock to the left. And then it's just vast open sweepingness mm-hmm. over to the right. Mm-hmm. At this point, we honestly are just like, where is this junction? It felt very much so that we had been hiking for a very long time and we for were ready days. to hit a juncture point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where is the junction? Where is the junction? Uh-huh. We kept saying this mm-hmm. and like hikers would come by and we'd ask them and they'd be like, oh, it's just right over there, which is the wrong thing to ask. Anytime you ask any kind of thing about distance, no matter the answer, it's just going to not be be a good answer. Mm -mm. So bring on the graham crackers and the tater tots. That's right. Tell us our bad news. At this moment in time, where were you with doing Emory P? I was starting to be like, I don't know that this is going to happen. Oh, you were starting? Yeah. Interesting. I had, I think I'd made a decision hours ago that I was like this ain't happening no. yeah. however let's talk about this mm-hmm. Emery Peak is perhaps one of the only places to see Kalima warblers which is like a type of bird that you can only see in Big Bend National Park and it's literally at the highest peak in the Chizos and I did not know this at the mm. time neither of us did no let me tell you this my body hurt right then in time oh yeah but if I thought there would be a chance to see Kalima Warblers. I'm not going to lie. I would have rallied. Yeah. I would have rallied. Well, I'll say this without saying. And I would have cried later. <laughs> yeah. And we probably wouldn't have even yeah. seen any. No. But that's the reality I'll say this without giving too much away. I think the way to do Emory Peak 
is to probably hike up pinnacles. I know what I'm saying right now. And then do it. And then just hike right back down. Like, or camp. No. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. I would go up Laguna Meadow. And I would, rather than go to South Rim, take that Kalima Trail shortcut. Mm. Do this section that we're talking about, which isn't great. And then go up Emory Peak that way. And then go down Pinnacles. It was, that would be an epic day. That would be as almost as long, if not longer than what we're doing currently. Yeah. But I, yeah, no, Uh, there is no world. Let let me tell you this. I would rather walk 10 extra miles than go up (laughs) Pinnacles. Things will get too soon. Okay. So we have finally made it to the intersection. Yeah. We're here at the intersection of where of Boot Canyon Trail and Pinnacles and Emory Peak. And it says that Chizos Basin is 3.8 miles, and that just like broke my heart a little bit. I don't think it's actually that long, but we are tired girls, and we still have a, a lot to go. Yeah, and there's going to be a lot of downhill, but luckily we're going down a downhill that is very tough uphill, so it might be quick. I'm seeing some trails down there, and I'm yeah. wondering if that's what we're getting on. It might be, yeah. But um, a moment ago, two common ravens just plopped right on the top of these and i'm wondering there's white at the very top of these peaks shit (laughs) that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking it's bird poop like birds land and they poop because it's not snow and it does look like bird poop so they might just be going there to poop that might be the bathroom (laughs) yeah and with that let's take our next break Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Cannoli Eclair. Cannoli Eclair. Mm-hmm. We actually just came up with her the other night. Mm-hmm. And um, we both just literally peed ourselves at how much we loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we were like, we need to elevate her to sooner. We need to advance her <laughs> on the docket yeah. to appear immediately. Mm-hmm. So Cannoli, get in here, Clen- Cannoli Eclair. Cannoli. <laughs> Cannoli. Get in here, Cannoli Eclair. What have you been up to, Cannoli Eclair? Mm-hmm. So who is Cannoli Eclair? So is she like a baking queen? I think so. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. She is... She's um, a little chef queen. She's a little little chef queen. A little Mm -hmm. baking chef, Mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. She takes inspiration from like the strawberry shortcake realm of things. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) and I feel animated character. Right. Who was also a doll. And I think there are other dolls that are also like, you know, other dessert names dolls, oh, you know, I'm in sure. that world. So yeah. I feel like that's where she gains a lot of her inspiration yeah. from. But she's uh, she's an Italian queen, too. How could she not be Canola, yeah. with a name like Cannoli Claire? Yeah. 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 I like um, I like her living in the world of like food, mm-hmm. like uh, characters. Mm-hmm. Cannoli eclair, definitely all those things. Yeah. I feel like she can like whip anything into a cannoli or an eclair, mm. right? She can give you an eclair experience with anything, with beef, with and chicken, with like um, with strawberry, with, with blueberries. That'll be, that'll be interesting. I not, don't know how I feel. Not altogether. <laughs> I'm saying like separately. I know, but I, I feel like when I think of eclairs. Savory eclairs. Savory eclairs. Right? Well, why not um, savory cannolis? I do feel thing. like her. Um, I do feel like she does a dinner show though, and she like cooks that. everything ahead of time. Like Ooh. she's the chef. So you're eating dinner at the show. Absolutely great. So it's a high price ticket because it comes with dinner. Yeah, I like. I mm-hmm. like it. I mm-hmm. live. And I think her merch is not merch, but it's like a little box of to go dessert that are I like that. and eclairs. And maybe like some that. cream puffs too. Some little minis. Mm-hmm. I dig this. We haven't had a food queen, I don't think, really. for Not for a while, at yeah. least. So what uh, music is she lip syncing mm. to? No, I mean, not Mambo Italiano. We've no, got to come up with something no. else. No, I mean, I think like I Want Candy, like oh. all of those songs. Candy mm-hmm. Girl. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not like, ca- she's not a candy queen because I feel like we've done that before. Mm-hmm. Maybe Sugar Sugar. Sugar Sugar, yeah. Ah, uh, sugar, That's, sugar. That is I'm Your Candy Girl, right? No. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. It you is. are my candy girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that works. I think I'm trying to think if there's any I other I feel like she probably does songs. some waitress songs sure. in her act. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage. Cannoli Eclair. All right. So, we're only about a quarter of a mile into this downhill on the pinnacles. And, um... Not gonna lie, it's not cute. No, it's really not. <laughs> it's it's actually, it feels like going down Yosemite Falls and it's just arduous and you have to watch your footfall. 
we did see three people who were coming up and um, they just all looked so exhausted. And um, yeah, really glad we didn't come up this, but also like going down this is, is just not fun. Not fun. Not fun. On our tired box. Very, very tired. Okay, so we finally hit the moment where we are now on the Pinnacles Trail. Yes, having decided that Emory Peak, which literally is at the juncture there for Pinnacles, was not what we were going to do. Not our journey on this day. Mm-hmm. We made our way down to Pinnacles. It was interesting we... to see who was coming up and yeah. what they had with them, which was not a lot. No, there were people with like just like a half bottle a of bottle water. of water. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm dying going down. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing this going up yeah. right now? Yeah. I'm not prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, immediately, this grade was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, the downward grade was so... Dumb. Ugh. Yeah. Hated it. It was... Oh, we were cussing. And it, it was, was bad. Yeah, it wasn't great. And this is also where it's just rocky-ass trail. Like, all over the place. That's not flat. It's like no. ankle twisters the entire way, essentially. Oh, this mm-hmm. was so unpleasant in yeah. so many ways. Mm-hmm. And we were flying down this trail... Mostly because we were done. <laughs> we were done. We were done we for fully, the day. Fully we were like, it. we are over mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was also very painful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we, I really didn't understand why people were coming <laughs> up the trail. Because, Maybe they were like, taking my suggestion and going up Emory Peak. <laughs> okay, well, th- I think that's a bad, that's bad advice. <laughs> that's bad <laughs> advice. You gave people bad advice to go up Pinnacle. I to gave go up them Emory bad Peak. advice in the future for them that's to do correct. it in the past. Correct. Because uh, right. I'm a time traveler. Well, you know, you're yep. the memory keeper's daughter. And I haven't solved other things wife. yet. You're all of the things when it comes to time. If only I was the time traveler's wife. Well, right. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, she couldn't keep track of him, though. He kept time yeah, traveling. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I was like, did people not hear this? the ranger? And I'm like, yeah. obviously I know. Like, But I feel like the ranger said that like, every other piece of advice from the ranger when we were in there was, don't go up the pentacles, mm-hmm. go up the other way. It's true. Go up Laguna Meadow. Yeah. Like, she probably said that at least 11 times in the 10 minutes we were sitting in that visitor center. Well, it's clear that people didn't go to the visitor center then. It's true. And they were like, oh, Pinnacles, that sounds well, fun. Well, just do that. And I'm like, <laughs> honey, you got to read up. Yeah. Um, the switchbacks here were super immediate. They were super awful. Like going down, they were <laughs> so This is unpleasant. just complaint train on the I way mean, down it is here. We were, train. we were really miserable at this We were point. miserable. It wasn't, like the other thing is, the one thing I will say is, like, this is a trail, aside from the crappiness of the grade and the, the rocks, there's not a lot of view. Like, you're in the forest a lot of the times here, which there's some shade because of it, but you don't, like, I can't imagine coming up this, having come up Laguna Meadow in the morning and seeing, just not even in the morning, just seeing the views that you get from Laguna Meadow, you're in trees the entire way up. So it was kind of like, okay, well, if this is our end, we've had fantastic views the whole way. Okay, I'm already tired and my brain can't process anything. I'm fine with it. But yeah, it's not, it's nothing that's special as far as views go. And like when, in the moment when you do get a view... It's the same view, mm-hmm. like from the same vantage point, mm-hmm. essentially mm-hmm. the whole time. Mm-hmm. There, um, the other thing was the sign up at the top said it was three point eight miles to the visitor center, and our map said it was just a little bit over two. Mm-hmm. So when we saw that, things died inside of us a little bit. <laughs> Everything died inside of us. So we're on the way down. It's very tiring. <laughs> I just want to be back. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're. So the wall we, has come and gone. The wall has come. We uh, we decided not to do Emory Peak. The ranger wasn't too keen on suggesting it, and we did like note that, right? Yeah, yeah. But on our way down, we're sort of in this like it's a pretty decent slope down. Could you? Up no. no. Oh God. No, Nobody. Everybody, don't go down Pinnacles. I mean, don't go up Pinnacles. Come down Pinnacles. But uh, there's a log here. And um, it definitely has a face that is emblematic of, well, you said a crocodile. Right. And I'm saying Falcor from uh, Neverending Story. I'm going to take that again. Neverending Story. It just has a kindness to its size. Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> and ooh, did we hit the wall. Mm-hmm. 
the wall was just not it was not just hit it was like eroded and had disintegrated <laughs> yeah and this is why i understand why those women that we saw hiking down laguna meadows were like fuck the pentacles <laughs> because truly um yep uh, we did think that there, there was going to maybe be a little bit of a, you know, reprieve in the, you know, the decline grade, but nope, it was very steep the entire way. Yeah. And um, as we got toward the end, the grade started to adjust just a bit. This is where we're sort of in this mix of full sun and exposure um, and then some tree coverage. And so um, here was when like, the level of like anger and complaining that we're doing right now mm-hmm. was showing up on the trail mm-hmm. because there were definitely, we were still like pointing out the things about going down the pinnacles that we enjoyed, even though we were hating it the whole time. Yeah. But there were some things to see, but by the time we got here, we were like, there's nothing to see anymore. Mm-hmm. We can't see the view. Yeah. The sun is right on us. Like there's trees up on all around and it's like, but the trees aren't covering the sun. No. And it just really, the the trail was not winning for us no. in any kind of way. No. All right. So now you're getting the real version of the both of us at the end of a trail. Woof. Okay. This is, yeah, <laughs> the pinnacle sucks, man. Like, ah, uh, going down is terrible. I would never wish for anyone to go up. Also, just going to say it, the views from Laguna Meadow, way more interesting than the views from here. Yep, absolutely. You just get more sweeping openness, and this is just kind of forested switchbacks with gravelly paths. (laughs) So many gravelly paths and, like, big boulder paths, too. Well, like, you know, medium-sized bouldered paths, too. And the incline is, is significant here because this decline is very significant. We have definitely tripped and almost ate it a few times yep we are thrilled to be done with this as we start to make our way down towards the bottom of the pinnacles there were some hikers that were coming up who stopped to chat with us for a moment this was a great moment Mm -hmm. because it was these two women and they were like oh so how is it up there and we were like turn around Do not do that to yourself. Mm -hmm. We were like, well, do you want to enjoy the rest of your day? Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, is it really hard? And we were like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, it is. Mm -hmm. It's very hard and um, not pleasant. Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, really, we're just going to... We just, just Our plan was to just hike a little bit until we didn't want to anymore and turn and around. And then turn around. Yeah. And we were like, we're like okay, That's well, a great plan. Yeah. If you're going to do that, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But we were like, there. I was like, if you want to go high up there, like, just go back down and go over to Laguna Meadow and go yeah. up that way. It's yeah. so much it's better. It's easier and better and, and just, like, a thousand times more interesting, too. As we continue on past these hikers, we finally emerge from the trees. This is, like, a little bit more of... It felt, like, fieldy at this point and sparse, yeah. like, sparse tree cover. But we do emerge and we do see the visitor center. And we were... Okay, we've got, like, a mile, if that, to go. Well, well, well. Well, 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 well. Well, we read a sign that we really were dissatisfied with. (laughs) And what did that sign say? Due to something happening in 2019, the Pinnacles Trail has been rerouted. So your maps and GPS may not actually accurately reflect exactly what's happening. So now the reroute of this is bringing us uphill again. And so, yeah. So, if you ever wanted to hear the voices of two tired queens <laughs> on a trail, this is You've it. Come right You've come to the right place. Woo. No thanks. Okay, so um, we had to go a different way. Right, than what our map told us. And how did you feel Dad, about that? Dad, I was, I was honestly, I felt the most mad. Dead. Mad. That was like... Rage. Salt White on the wound. Insult to injury. We were so done. Mm-hmm. Cooked. Burned. My well feet done. was just like, my feet were, they felt the worst. Angry. Yeah, angry feet. And I remember like getting... Like we had to, this added a mile to the end of the trail yeah. for us. Yeah. Because we could have taken the little half mile connector back to the visitor center, but it was closed. So we essentially had to take a 
different connector to the like trail a little we wind, started windy. on. So back to the small connector trails. To those little connectors and uh-huh. do all of those uh-huh. back to the visitor center another way. Which wasn't even the visitor center. It dropped us off at the like the lodge. like Which is essentially but, the same place. But, but it but dropped us in the way back by like the villas that were there. Like the sweet. houses you could rent. Not even like the hotel part of the right. lodge. And then like we had to walk through the parking lot. Which that was reprieve. That was, was reprieve. Feet flat. on <laughs> the flat, yeah. uh, like, you know. It was paved. It was like. Paved yeah. asphalt mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. great. That was wonderful. Yeah. And um, we were like, okay, let's do ourselves a favor and let's drop our bags at the car. And just And then snack. we're going to go sit on that bench right outside that little store. We're going to get some snacks and we're just going to eat. And this is something that like we will will often sit and do this, but we never sit for as long as we sat. We sat for like a full hour here. It was so funny just to like decompress. I went in the store to get snacks because you were like, I'm my goose is cooked. I'm not getting up. from. (laughs) Get me something with caffeine. Get me something (laughs) with caffeine. And there better be some Fritos <laughs> twists involved. And wouldn't you know it, they had them. The and so we got those. There were a couple, of, we got a bunch of snacks. I think we got m We were just like, we, were, we deserve we it. We went for it. Yeah. And so um, came out, we sat down, we're eating snacks. There was a guy sitting like a bench away from us mm. um, who ended up being from Philly. Yeah. We were talking to him. And then this hiker that we had seen at the like, uh, like the other end the of the trail. The junction point for Boot Canyon and South Rim. Who we were showing her the videos of the Raven, Marisa, she showed up and she was like, oh my God, did y'all finish? Like, She had gone up Pinnacles. And she had gone up Pinnacles <sighs> and come back around Laguna. And she was staying at the lodge. So she just went back to her room and freshened up and then like was taking a little mm-hmm. walk for herself. And so we were chatting with her and lo and behold... She was from New Jersey. She was literally a teacher from like a neighboring town. Mm-hmm. We were like, um, excuse me, what? Yeah. And so we had a blast just yeah. chatting. Yeah. And then it ended up, you know, the guy from Philly and we were all from the same area. We were all talking about yeah. it. And um, it was a lovely time. It was. There. Yeah. And then we, as soon as we were, well, we finished the conversation with them and then we sat there and snacked some more. And then we looked at the time and we had been there for an entire yeah. Hour. Yeah. We never do that. But it was honestly, our bodies were need- in need of it. And um, because we were gluttons for punishment, we did not stop there. Stop there. We ended up going to the dinosaur exhibit at another part in the park. All right. It's time. It is time. We're putting the whole loop on the Karen Stone scale, and then we're going to put the different sections on the Karen Stone scale. Okay. Let's do the whole loop first. The whole loop. What are you giving this whole loop? An eight. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think that's way low. Okay. It's not a 10 for me. It's a nine and a half for me. Okay. It's a nine and a half. Because honestly, the worst part was the end. And I'm not oh, going to let that. Oh, that's very true. Everything else was like, it was epic. It was difficult. Um, it was strenuous at parts, but I honestly found that the last like third of it was the worst and I'm not going to tank it like because it's mm. that because of that. It's a part of it. Yeah. I think, you know, it's a part of the loop. That's it's why it's an eight. Journey. That's why it's an eight. I still feel like that's high. I haven't given many yeah. eights. So, so it's 17.5 out of 20. Yeah. 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 I agree. Okay. So Laguna Meadow Trail. Laguna Meadow is, I would say a five for me. Uh, those switchbacks were tough. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. So 12 out of 12 out of 20 Karen stones. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about the South rim trail? South rim is a five as well. It's a six for me. Okay. So we're going 11 11 out out of 20 boot Canyon boot Canyon. Cause it was declined. It wasn't too bad. It's a four for me. No, it it also was the incline. Oh, it was that afterwards to get to the junction. Six. Just a six? Yeah, because there was all the other stuff. God, you're so critical. I, I am critical. <laughs> I'm giving it a seven and a half. Okay. Okay. So 13 and a half out of 13 20. 13 and a half. And Pinnacles. Yeah. Pinnacles. It's a 10. Is a 10. Yeah. 
Pinnacles is If I went up 10. Pinnacles, it would be a 20 just for me. Absolutely. Yeah. Pinnacles is a 10. Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> that God, shit that trail. trail. <laughs> that trail. <laughs> 20 out of 20 Karen Stones. Yeah. Let me tell you this, though. Oh, let me ask this question. Mm-hmm. You got to go up and back down Pinnacles or you got to go up and back down Yosemite Falls. Which one are you going to pick? Oh, that's tricky. Um, Yosemite Falls, because the views were more interesting and it was, you know, I would be occupied by that. It's long, but I don't care. That's what my answer is. But <sighs> be critical. <laughs> I'm trying to base it on my body hated which one more. Right. I think my body hated Yosemite Falls more and mm. I would pick the Pentacles. Oh. This is the only circumstance in which that is the case. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I would rather watch Bye Bye Birdie again. <laughs> I would rather watch an under-rehearsed production of Bye Bye Birdie mm-hmm. before I hike the Pentacles. <laughs> and now let's end this episode like we end all of our episodes with some Jeopardy-style trivia. So, Mike, we talked a lot on this trail about how we are just like Southern women who have, you know, who are tired and who, uh, because we had all of the sunscreen we were wearing that was like seeping into our eyes. Mm, Oh God, that's right. And so we looked like we could perform (laughs) scenes from Steel Magnolias. Uh But my daughter never could. (laughs) Exactly. So my category of Jeopardy is name that character who said it in Steel Steel Magnolias. Okay, so I'm going to give you a quote. And you just got to tell me who said it in Steel Magnolias. Ready? Mm-hmm. For 100. I find it amusing. Men are supposed to be made out of steel or something. Also, it... I didn't give you the hits here. I gave you the deep <laughs> I cuts. know. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Is that, um, is it um, Olympia Dukakis's character? Clary. Clary. Incorrect. Uh, is, it, is... Is, it May, is it Maylin? Malin. Malin. It's Malin. Okay. That's yep. what I thought. But you sounded, you in, you intonated more Olympia Dukakis than well, you did Well, I'm going to use the same intonation <laughs> okay, the whole great. time. For 200. There, my secret is out. I was having an affair with a Mercedes Benz. Who is Shelby? Incorrect. Oh, God. Who is Clary? Incorrect. Oh, God. Who is Weezer? Weezer. That is right. <laughs> These are the deep cuts. Damn. For 300. I haven't left the house without lycra on these legs since I was 14. Who is, um, who's Truvy? That is correct. Okay. It is Truvy, played by Dolly. Dolly. For 400. Also, there's six of these. Okay, great. Just torture me. You can't screw up her hair. You just tease it and make it look like a brown football helmet. Who shall be? That is correct. Yeah. For 500. The only thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to accessorize. Who is Clary? That is See, correct. You that did is Clary. her voice there. For 600. I don't know if you would hire someone who may or may not be married to someone who might be a dangerous criminal. Who is Annette? Annelle. Annelle, sorry. Her name is Annelle, and that is correct. Great. <laughs> All right. Well, I went in a very different direction here. Um, we love it when you do. Yeah. Mine is titled Pinnacles Synonyms. So you're going to give me a synonym for the word pinnacle. I like this. For 100, this synonym for pinnacle sounds like fancy, often bejeweled headwear for royalty. What is crown? That's correct. For 200, this synonym for pinnacle may also relate to the juiciest part of a novel or the finishing act of a bedroom encounter. What is climax? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) For 300, this synonym for pinnacle is also the name of a mid-Atlantic Northeast grocery store, as well as the name of the company Wiley Coyote often orders from. What is acme? That's correct. These are also like all crossword puzzle words. Yeah, Mm it's true. Um, For 400, this synonym for Pinnacle was also once the name of a prominent American television brand before it sold off its shares to LG. I'm going to take a few guesses. Okay. What is Sony? No. What is Samsung? No. What is PV? No. What is 
It's a 400, but the 500 is absolutely a 500, so. Toshiba? No. What is that? What is Zenith? Oh, a Zenith. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for 500, this synonym for pinnacles is often used in astronomy to denote the furthest distance from something. Its antonym is perigee. Is does this word end in G Y? It's well, perigee is G E E. G E. Does it end in G E? Mm, what is pterygee? <laughs> no, I don't know. Incorrect. What is apogee? Apogee. Mm-hmm. Okay, learned mm-hmm. a new word today. There I like go. that. Mm-hmm. And that's pinnacle synonyms. This has been Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast, and we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by us, Dustin Ballard, and Michael Ryan. To see images from this episode, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the National Parks at gmail.com. And to find out more about the parks visited on this show, visit our website, gaze at the National Parks.com. And that's Gaze, G A Z. All original artwork featured on Instagram, on our website, and in the Gaze Shop is by me, Michael Ryan. All original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman and Mariella Klinger with Sean Sklios on guitar. This episode was edited by me, Dustin Ballard. We would also like to acknowledge that while recording this episode that we are on the traditional and stolen lands of the Lenape people, also known as Ocean County, New Jersey. 